everyone, how are you? We are back again with the Liberal Amazon, a podcast where we talk about Amazonia. I am a journalist at Liberal.com and also with me, Victor Furtado. How are you today, Victor? Hi, Cynthia. I'm fine and I hope you're fine too. Hi, everyone. Thank you all for listening to us. And at Liberal Amazon today, we will talk about the black representatives in Amazonia. And I go forward to say that only around 5% of the parliamentarians in the office of the region's state are black. Only that. And our podcast was carried out by the Integrate Newsroom of El Liberal with the data from the Superior Electoral Court, TSE. Number only reinforces the story of racism and racial discrimination in a country that has always denied the color of these people. And let's get started just with those data. The Brazilian Institute of Geography and Statistics, IBGE, researches the color or race of the Brazilian population based on self-declaration, that is, asking which group how the people considers themselves white black brown indigenous or yellow and for the first time in all the history of brazil uh, a country where we have a lot of quilombolas people that are descended from slaves are finally being researched. Yeah, and according to the data from 2019 National Household Sample Survey, PNAD, 42.7% of Brazilians declared themselves white, 46.8% as brown, 9.4% black, and 1.1% as a yellow or indigenous. With this classification, blacks and browns are considered the Brazilians who make it up the black people. And Cinta, this identity is much more deeper than those numbers. And this identity is directly influenced by the entire history of how racism and racial discrimination in a country has always denied the color of its people. This is what Zélia Amador de Deus, a professor and co-founder of the Center for Studies and Defense of the Black People in Pará, CEDEMPA. She is also the coordinator of the Assessorship for Diversity and Social Inclusion at the Federal University of Pará. And just to explain, the people who consider brown is those that are no white or even black. For professor, the brown was a division made in Brazil. It has its origins in Brazil racism, which is characterized by the phenotype. The more a person has phenotypic characteristics of black people, the more they are discriminated against in Brazil. Believe us in that, Victor. And that's a very sad reality and yes. portrait of our country. Yes, it's very sad. But talking about the low representation of black people in the political sphere in Brazil is one proof of this inequality. Here in legal Amazonia, this is even more visible. Legal Amazonia is composed by nine Brazilian states where most populations are black and indigenous. But 
even though the representativity is not evident in the parliaments. And Victor, in our region, Amazonia, we have 12.66% of Brazilians black people. According to EBGE, data from 2018, a survey carried out by the report of the Integrate Newsroom of a Liberal, with data from the Superior Electoral Court, TSC, shows that in Amazonia, only 5.8% of the parliamentaries, we have just six of the 118 in Congress. That represents the states of Acre, Amapá, Amazonas, Maranhão, Mato Grosso, Pará, Rondônia, Roraima and Tocantins. Oh, Cynthia, that's very, very sad. But this gets worse. When we compare this situation with the senators, and among the 27 current representatives in the Senate of Brazil, there are only two blacks serving the office. One is for Maranhão, and other one is for Roraima. This results in a percentage around of 7% of the town. In Acre, Amazonas, and Tocantins, for example, there are only white senators, while in the other six states there is at least one brown or black senator making up the bench. As for federal deputies, there are 91 in office currently within the region. Of these, only four are black. Believing that, two in Maranhão, one in Rondônia, and another one in Pará. In other words, black federal deputies represent only around 5% of all this number. And of the 46 politicians who are of ethnicity other than white, that this is around 50%, there is also one indigenous, 1.9%, and 41 brown, 45.05%. And Victor, Zélia Amador, she participated in the process of creating the quota system for blacks in universities, more than the group that considers itself part of it. It's important that people who make decisions in the country are more engaged with the policies that serve vulnerable groups than what she says, Victor. And Cynthia, Zelia complements that we need to have representatives working with the racial cause. We cannot have people who, even though they are black or brown, are not putting the racial issue at the center of their policies. It is not just understanding oneself as a black person, but being in the struggle, in the fight to improve the conditions for the black population in the country. This is what Celia Amador states. And Victor, we have to say that as long as society does not admit itself to be a racist and does not arm itself to fight racism, the situation will remain the same. The lack of black people in the various powers is harmful to society. In a society, Cynthia, in which power is not equally divided into all segments, is a society that cannot be considered democratic, that does not value its social groups. It is a sick society, ill and violent. And this is another one statement 
of Zélia Amador de Deus. And Victor, this is a historical problem, right? The presence of the black peoples in Brazil, and especially in the Amazonia, has been striking since the begins of European occupation in the Americas, right? And there are records of Africans being trafficked to the region since the end of 17th century, with the volume increasing exponentially in the following decades. Believe in that. It's so sad to remember that, right? It's always a scar in our history. Yes, it is. But even today, the streets of Belém display points directly linked to the slavery past. At the end of the 17th century, on the borders of Belém colony, the black erected a chapel in the honor of Nossa Senhora do Rosário dos Homens Pretos. Like the, the biggest lady of, like Our Lady of Rosário of the Black Man. And the area was ceded to the construction of a specific religious cult temple only for slaves. And you can see that if you came here in Belém, you can go there and check it out, how this church is. In addition, Travessa dos Mirandas, now Avenida Presidente Vargas, or President Vargas Avenue, was extended into the woods and, in the end, a huge clearing was opening in the, in the place that is now known as Praça da República, or formerly Largo da Campina, to serve as a cemetery for the enslaved. However, much of this story is lost, and few of those who visited the tourism attractions of capital know it. But this is our, our history. By the way, I live near the Praça da República. From the second half of the 18th century and the first decades of the 19th century, we have Africans coming from those regions of the islands of Capo Verde, Bissau, and Cacho and the western region of Africa, and from the parts of central western region, which are Angola and Congo, explains the historian Barbara da Fonseca Palha, author of the thesis Slavery of the African Origin in Belém, a study on demography, miscegenation, work, and freedom. And in her doctorate, the researcher Gatorade data on blacks enslaved in Pará through records in books, newspapers, and documents. In particular, Victor, those issued by the General Trade Company of Grão Pará and Maranhão, which received the, the monopoly on human trafficking. And with, it, with this analysis, she was able to better understand the process of black occupation in the Amazonia. And researchers give us another data. In the second half of the 18th century, the population of enslaved Africans and African descendants represented around 30 to 40 percent of Belém population. As the censuses at the time considered two groups only in the city, the free people and the slaves. And Victor, this is a curious thing. Listen. In the first half of 19th century, this population tends to grow. And in a certain period, the population of 
enslaved people was slightly higher than a free people, considering that in population maps, they already considered, in addition to free, to free and slaves, the freed and indigenous people. So, Cynthia, another curiosity. There is a point. Our city, Belém, was once a black city because of the most population made of black people. And in a certain time of the past. But we still have a, a large amount yes. of black people living in Belém. But the African who arrived in Belém were distributed throughout the state. And in Belém, they worked in sales, in domestic services, in arsenals, in ship constructions. And in the interior, in another cities outside the capital, they worked with destructivism, agriculture, cattle raising, and other rural activities. And Barbara explains that the black people at the time fought for freedom in various ways, using the judicial system itself from an early age to get out of slavery, which shows the strong participation of black people in politics since the beginnings of the state of Pará. And she compliments, there was the search for open freedom made through the escapes and the creation of the Quilombos, as we said at the beginning of mm -hmm. the podcast. And there were acts of resistance within the system itself. In Belém, female participation was much greater in this regard. The enslaved triggered justice through the actions of freedom, and he was looking for legalized freedom within the system, as Barbara explains to us. Now, talking about politics, we have the only black female federal deputy in the legislature in Pará, Vivi Reis, and she are in a universe of 20 seats, 17 federal deputies, and three more from the Senate. There is only one black woman. This is very low, Victor. Another sad portrait of the inequality in Brazil, Cynthia. But Vivi was the most voted woman in the capital of Pará, and the fifth with the most votes among all candidates in 2020 in the city council elections. In Brasilia, she took over from Edmilson Rodrigues, who was elected mayor of Belém. For her, it is urgent to work to reduce the lack of representation of certain groups in the Amazonia in the legislatures. And listen what Vivi says. The space where political decisions will be made and the space where all projects go through there. So how can't make a policy for the majority of population in case the black people if this majority is not represented in Pará, one of the states where there are more black people, proportionally, we should have representatives in parliament. And that is not what happens, quote her. And Vivi comments that more than electing black representatives, it is necessary that these politicians see themselves as non-white people and that they have projects in their programs that prioritize this sector of the society. The deputy from Pará explains that in her mandate, 
she discusses several issues that directly support the black, LGBTQIA+, and indigenous cause, among others. Also, she said that a very important project today is the enforcement of the quota law in the country, and she is reporting on this project to the Commission on Human Rights and Minorities of the Chamber of the Deputies. There is a misinterpretation that in 10 years of validity, there is 2022, the quota law will be interrupted, but in fact, it's a cycle for, for it to be revised, recessed. We are going to extend that period to 20 years, not 10. In other words, the law will not be reevaluated in 2022, but in 2032, explains Vivi Reis. In addition to this, the deputy also put on the agenda a bill that prohibits people who respond in court for racism from assuming public positions. In addition to these proposals, that prioritizes the health, the education, and the culture of black people in the title of Quilombola Territories in Amazonia. Well, in general, we have a lot to do about this, right? to fight against racism and to promote equality in Brazil and to have more black peoples represent our nation and represent our state. Right, Victor? That's right, Cynthia. But this is story for another things, for a lot of liberal Amazons and podcasts and news and photos and videos. There is a lot more to talk about until we reach this equality. But yeah, for now, right. we thank you all for listening to us right now. And we invite you that listen to us to access oliberal.com and access all of our content related to Amazonia that are made both in Portuguese and in English. And yes. we hope you like it. Yes, we have this dam and another dams too. You can go there and check it out. And for today, I just have to say thank you all for listening to us. Thank you, Victor, to be with me again. And I see you next time, next week. See you next week, Cynthia. Thank you for your company. Thank you all for listening to us. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.